Hi, this is Neha and you're listening to the Bold Enough Podcast. Join me in this authentic journey engaging in uncomfortable but real conversation with wonderful guests. If you want to listen to real people who are winning in their own way and not as society told them to, then this podcast is for you. The Bold Enough Podcast is produced by Liuva Digital, hosted by Neha Gudu. Hi everyone, welcome to this new episode of the Bold Enough Podcast. I'm excited that you're here listening to all the episodes and today we have Grayson as our guest. Grayson, hi, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hello, hello, I'm fine. <laughs> Before we start our conversation, Grayson, can you tell us a bit about who you are and what is your background, where do you live? Because yeah. I guess the conversation that we're going to have yeah. today is going to be a bit more about who you are and your background. So maybe tell us uh, a bit briefly um, yes. about all this. So I'm Grayson, I'm living in Belgium currently. I have a full-time office job, but I recently discovered I'm meant to do something more. Okay. And uh, so you're living in, in uh, Belgium right now, right? Yes. And um, yes. can you tell us a bit about your journey and, uh, you know, where, because based on the conversation that we had previously, yeah. to uh, I'd like you to tell us more about your journey and Where did you feel that it was different, that you were different, you were in a different environment and uh, you had to deal with self-acceptance? So can you tell a bit of your story here? I've had uh, multiple challenges. At first, I had a father that was a little bit dominant, strict. I wasn't, a, I wasn't allowed to move as a child. So I had to always sit like still. I couldn't be myself. I was like, what? I'm a child. I'm supposed to move around. And then I also have experienced some problems with mixed race because I'm half Filipina, half Belgium. Belgium. And that started already at preschool. Children were so harsh. And I felt sometimes ignored. My mom used to say that they would ignore me or not not to choose to play with me because I look different. I don't really look like a Belgian. So yeah, that's uh, that's um, where the challenge is a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. And uh, why do you think that the children and everyone around you were treating you different? Is it because you know, you're half Philippine and half here? Do you think that's, yeah. that's the only the reason why people were ignoring you uh, right from the childhood? Yeah, I feel that way because if you think, if I think back with the not allowed to move around, it, it made me like go silent, go, go within, a little bit shy. I didn't, I really didn't know how to, yeah, express myself. And I feel nowadays it's taboo to express emotions because people think it's, it's weak or people don't want Uh, to hear stories like negative stories. They only want to hear like the positive ones. But that's that's not the way to go. 
I feel. No, that is true. That is true, actually. A lot of people can't deal with real stuff that are happening. Uh, the mm-hmm. reason why I started this podcast also is to shed light on those things and we can talk about... Mm-hmm. What, what, how can you say that uh, difficult things that people don't want to talk about mm-hmm. and we can make it feel like uh, mm-hmm. this is a normal thing to mm-hmm. talk and to share. Yeah. And, and I recall like my dad like, was telling me don't uh, interact with, mixed, with, with other mixed race people. And that was funny because he was married to a mixed race. Uh, he was married to a Filipina. I was, now I am like, what? Now I, I now I make fun of it. Now I'm laughing with it. Like what 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 was he talking about? And when I was a child, I always uh, I sensed already that it was wrong. I sensed it already even when I was a child. Uh, mm-hmm. So I did it anyway. But when he when he uh, when he picked me up from school, it was like yeah I was yeah I was a little bit scared. You know yeah. Every time when he would see me with those kids, he would get angry. He would get angry at me. He was like, what are you doing with those kids? Go away from them. I was like, what? This isn't, this isn't right. <laughs> and why do you think that he was uh, preventing you from talking with those kids and playing? Protection. Protection. General, generalization. Mm-hmm. Not every, like, for example, Marokans, not everyone is bad. Not everyone is like that. I think he just has has uh, negative experiences on that. Yeah, and he tried to uh, protect you from yeah. those in his own way, yeah. but didn't realize that it was affecting you also uh, inside, right. since you were just a child and yeah. you couldn't understand. Yeah. See, uh, this is yeah. um, quite an example of what parents uh, do. Uh, they based on their experience that they had before and yeah it's in their own way they want to protect and bring up all the walls around yeah. their child and everything but it actually can lead it's not protection actually uh, it doesn't really no. work that way and as a child you can mm-hmm. feel very lost because you think mm-hmm. that this is normal but when you actually go, yeah. uh, you know, into teenagers and adulthood, and then you realize that okay, that wasn't normal, and it becomes a bit uh-huh. difficult to adapt. Then, so how what yeah. how for for you? How did the childhood uh-huh. the trauma affected you through your teenage life and now to your adulthood? How how did it change your life? First of all, I just want to say that parents should be aware what they're teaching their children. I also understand that it comes from their own limited limited beliefs and the patterns, and they should be aware of that. But it's it's easier said than done. Look at me; I am thirty right now. I started my transformational journey two years ago, so it was only then that I found out. But most of the people found out 50, 60, it's already later in their years. So I feel lucky to have that knowledge and that awareness that's at a young age. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Well, it affected me toward my school years, I would say. I was, you know, most of the groups in high school and college were already formed. Mm-hmm. I never belonged. I felt like I never belonged and I used to help people with homework to fit in. But now I look back and say, what, what was that? What, why did I do that? And now I just know that I was meant to stand out and do different, take a different direction. 
And the people who will resonate with me, they would follow, even if I had to stand alone. Yes, that is so true. It's better. It's better to to be alone than be to surround with people around you that drain you and who don't resonate with you. Yes. And uh, you mentioned that two years ago, uh, you had your transformation. So how mm-hmm. did you become bold enough to accept your true self, who you really are at the moment without anyone, you know, uh, trying to uh, make you feel bad for who you are? How did the acceptance came? It took me a lot of work. How you call it? Bring myself in alignment again to my energy. because. We get influences all around us, at work, at home, television. It's hard to go within and reflect and recognize our own energies, right? We need to like take our power back and protect our energy because if we become too dependent on someone else, for example, they get our energy and we don't realize we give away too much energy. It has to be... Yeah, I feel like it has to be in balance. Yeah. And uh, how did you come to all those, uh, you know, the energy and everything? Did someone help you? Mm-hmm. Did you read the book? How did it happen? Mm-hmm. Well, it was someone triggered me because I had one-sided friendships all the time. And I didn't know that I was suppressing my abandonment wounds. Because I was always the one who kept initiating because I wanted to keep keep the connection going, right? But I didn't realize at that time that it doesn't work that way. It should be reciprocated. And then whenever I have let go, and I thought, oh, it wasn't worth my attention and, and time because it stopped. And then, then, right then and there, uh, my abandonment wounds were created. So I went into self-healing. I meditated. I never realized I was abandoning myself, my own emotions. Because I think it, I think it, I felt too scared to, you know, to to process them and to face them. But then I was meditating, reconnecting with my inner child. And uh, I found out about the energy, how it works to be in a high vibration. If you're in high vibration, it's much easier to flow through the process. And now I'm making it easier than it sounds because it isn't. It, it totally isn't. You, you really have to like rewrite the story uh, from scratch. You need to um, recognize the patterns that you got and you have to... Uh, analyze the the happenings in a childhood to understand where you came from and then change your mindset to where you want to go definitely i agree it's mm-hmm. i know uh, when we're talking about it right now it sounds so easy to just go and meditate and uh, you know redo our yeah. life but it's actually a very brave uh, step mm-hmm. Because you have to go within, you have to go through all the emotions, the patterns that you went through. You have to also let go of the anger of the past towards anyone that you've had, Mm -hmm. uh, people who've hurt you, people who didn't understand you, people who've used you, even your parents who were 
who had to be hit, yeah. who had to be there for you to accept the fact that they are like this. It it wasn't something uh, that they wanted to do probably because uh, I don't think yeah. any parent wants to hurt their child. Uh, it's just the you way know. they were conditioned. Erased. Yeah, raised and conditioned by their own parents, mm-hmm. by their own relatives. Mm-hmm. And they are just carrying this uh, from generation to generation because they did yeah. not have the opportunity or chance to really right. you know think about other stuff like other uh, to think beyond uh, right. the kind of life that they're having at the moment mm-hmm. because we all think that this is yeah. what we need to do you know uh, get a job go to work yeah do what needs to be done take care of the family buy stuff yep. all the material stuff and society and most of the people yeah. don't really think beyond that like you said about all about the spiritual awakening the energy mm-hmm. and everything it, those are just beyond what you are living at the moment yeah and very few people can actually tap into that yes and but when you really do it especially through meditation silence and i would say also always doing the things that you love that makes you happy yes uh, cutting ties with toxic people and then really yes befriend yourself but you know but you know we always think we need those people Sometimes we we have this this belief in ourselves we need those people but later on we will realize we don't need them. Exactly. Of course. We just need to go we just need to go within and we will figure out that people around us are like mirrors. Mm-hmm. They they work as a reflection of what needs to be healed within ourselves. Yeah, that's I think that's, how that's, I a, got, that's a big thing that you said. They are a reflection. Yeah, that's how I got my knowledge because I had multiple soul connections around me now. And whenever I didn't understand an emotion, only then I asked, what is this about? And then they asked me questions to help me figure out myself, you know? And there's this one, there was this one colleague at work that I immediately thought, whoa, she's she's amazing because I was going on this trip to the Philippines. I went back and I started immediately started sharing what happened and how happy I was I went and etc. It was I was happy. And immediately said you look after a few months she said you look like a you look like a little child in a candy store. No one else noticed that. And she also said, no one else sees me like I see you. And then I immediately thought, yeah, she's genuine. And also that energy, you can, you can feel when someone is genuine and, and when someone is not, you know? Yeah, definitely. The energy is a real thing. It's like, trust your gut. And if you yeah. feel that you're not feeling, uh, you know, create around a person or the way mm-hmm. he or she talks then it's like a a hint yeah. it's your soul or your body or yeah. your mind telling you something but sometimes due to our own experiences it happens that our head our facade gets in the way like a protection mechanism yeah like say everyone oh here we are again you have You've had that type of person in, how you call it, in the past. He or she is going to do something to hurt you again. But it's up to us 
to really follow our inner knowingness and open up to that opportunity because this this experience really was a catalyst for my growth you know she is supporting me on this journey like with the book with the podcast i'm telling i'm really keeping her up to date on this she's really saying yeah she's happy for me yeah that's true sometimes because of the experiences that we had and the pause so your mm-hmm. brain is going to act like um uh, it's going yeah. to tell you okay no we're not going down this path again and everything this is where doing the healing process becomes very important like you can't move yeah. forward without actually going back and then you do the healing process yeah because it's going to come back eventually yeah like putting uh whatever you felt or the emotions in a box and then yeah. locking it and then putting it aside and never looking at it again yeah. and just moving on with your life it's it's not a great thing to mm-hmm. do uh, an no. example is no. um maybe you had a post relationship where uh, you've been cheated on so there's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of energy around that mm-hmm. so if you don't deal with that and you go um, forward with a new relationship it's going to come up yeah. like the insecurities the fears that happen all the emotions yes. that you didn't deal with so very yes. important to always do your healing process and it doesn't you don't have to do it yes. alone There are right. people around you that's going to help you. There are therapists. There are right. support right. group. Always find those people, and and then you do your healing. Yes, and even even when you don't find support, I mean, uh, with parents or other people, keep speaking up. Keep keep help. Keep asking help because some try to ask help once or twice. And then stop because they don't get it, or they think, or they get the impression that people around us don't get them. Then I would say, continue to to look for people who will get you, or else you're gonna end up like you say, like you said, suppressed emotions. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. So okay, we're going to take a small break right now, yeah. and then we'll come back in some few minutes to continue the conversation. So stay tuned everyone, right. we are coming back right in. Hi, this is Neha and you're listening to the Bold Enough podcast. Okay, so we're back in with Grayson and we are having actually a different kind of conversation, I would say, uh, energy, spiritual awakening and stuff. Um, I know um, people who have experienced those and they know how important energy is. And of course, there are those who haven't tapped in yet. But I feel also that this is an important uh, conversation to have because the more we talk about it, the more it's going to be uh, something important to, to really think about it, to really uh, dig deeper. And... Uh, So Grayson, mm-hmm. um, so I understand that you you've published mm-hmm. your book now. Can you let's talk about your yes. book? Yes. Uh, can you tell us about the title? What is it about? And where can uh, anyone find your book? All right. It's uh, title is called "Sharing My Light and Healing Energy." It can be found on Amazon at the moment. I suppose it's also available on Dubai uh, when you download okay. the Kindle app. 
uh, in the ebook. I think that's the easiest way to, easiest way to get it. I also saw it on how you call that website mm-hmm. again, Book Dep- Depository. It's also on there, and it's about yeah my transformational journey. I was lucky to have gotten the insights from the universe during my awakening, so I could start from my healing process. I started to write at the start of my healing process until it was continuous because we are always healing; it never stops. So I started with a blog. Because I felt I had something to share, something important to share. And when that blog became bigger, I decided to write, to write a book because there was a synchronicity. I always pick up signs and synchronicities. And there was this woman on a training who was also writing a book about her burnout. And I was like, yeah, this is a sign I need to do something with it. (laughs) Or else the signs would keep um, continuing to, you know, bombard me. It will never, it will never, it would have never let me go until I finished it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, It was quite an interesting journey. I'm happy that I've written it during my journey because it's it's a full story of how a healing journey is like how i process my emotions how i discovered my limited belief system how i process through them it's really written during during the energy and people who have read it told me that they could easily connect with my story and with my energy and that's why i'm happy that i was i was uh, guided to write it during my journey and not after because lots of info gets lost when i write it after because then you need to think back like oh how did this happen how did i feel then when i was in the moment i could describe it immediately you know yeah Yes, I can. I can actually relate to that. Uh, sometimes you just get an idea, a click, and everything. And if you wait, yeah. uh, it's, yes. it's going to take some time to remember what it was. So yes, so you wrote the book during uh, the yeah. journey, and then you published it and everything. So congratulations on that. Yes, you must be very proud. Thank you. And I'm sure. I'm sure your journey has been so. Yes, um, I am a different experience like how you were since childhood teenage yeah. life and then now living yeah. a very a completely different life and something that i'd like to ask you um, yes. how do your parents uh, feel about it like about your transformational mm-hmm. journey about who you are at the moment are they supportive well yeah they are supportive but at first they were sh- they were a little bit yeah sharp like you a book <laughs> He didn't expect it because I was I was waiting until I was almost finished to tell, you know. Yeah. I didn't want them to get opinions. Okay. Like yeah, I didn't want I just I didn't want to distract of my life purpose. I just because I felt it was part of my yeah I felt it's meant to be and part of my life purpose and I finally because I've always felt my inner knowingness always told me that I can do things to inspire people but you know the conditioning of others it it got yeah it got drowned a little bit with the conditioning and then i was like finally it's coming out yeah it's yeah it's amazing um my colleague also said it like i look different my energy feels different yeah because she's also spiritual so she she knew that i was you know between brackets Mm -hmm. struggling somehow 
and I told, I opened up uh, to her about it and now she understands me. So I think in relationships, it's important to open up, to be vulnerable, because if not, then people are going to get the wrong impression of you. They're going to have a wrong perception and yeah. Yes. I agree. Uh, it's important to be vulnerable. Uh, I've heard this from so many people that they don't like to express themselves because they don't want to uh, appear weak in front of uh, people close to them. But mm -hmm. honestly, uh, being vulnerable is what makes you stronger. And mm -hmm. it also tells you yes. if the people around you to whom you're sharing, are they accepting you for who you are? This is how mm -hmm. you'll know if you are... Uh, you have yes. you know, the right the yes, right soul right. tribe the right friends the right, right partner and everything okay so what about can you share uh, the biggest milestone in your life so far i know the book is one of the milestones and your journey your transformation yeah. journey is uh, a milestone also but apart from those two uh, is there something yeah others that you'd like to share during those journey mm -hmm. i think opening up because you know i've always had this like i said before one-sided friendships uh, i got kind of scared of rejection being judged so the first time i opened up back again with that colleague having that uh like flowing connection like i always wanted to have i always wanted wanted to have deeper and meaningful connections but i never got those until i opened up and look where i am now you know if someone is inviting you to put your guard down i would say mm -hmm. just allow them because there is this those people are there to assist you on your journey yeah that is so true sometimes it's difficult to uh like you said put your walls down and yeah. I've seen this pattern with um, a lot mm -hmm. of men uh, it's difficult for them to share to express how they're feeling yeah. because of course the society has conditioned to be people who don't yes. cry people who don't have emotions people who can't share their emotions people yeah. who have to stay strong and everything um, but mm -hmm. this is actually so not true because then you're just putting mm -hmm. a mask and people are accepting you the way they are seeing, yeah. uh, the way you're presenting yourself. So, right. Yeah. And when you have people yeah. around you who are accepting you for who you are, accepting your flaws and asking mm -hmm. you to share, to open mm -hmm. up, just do it. it. It's difficult, I know. It's very difficult. But yeah, step yeah. by step, yeah. um, slowly, you can start sharing and you'll mm -hmm. see how the right people will just welcome you and be a part of your of your journey yes. and okay right. and um right. so before we end this episode grayson is there any advice that you'd mm -hmm. like to give our listeners who is probably in the same situation as you were before like where they couldn't accept themselves for who they are um, at the moment probably what would you mm -hmm. say to to those people who are listening to to us what steps they can take what can they do so mm. what would you say the flow is yours well um i would say look look back at, at your journey what happened in the past what kind of limited beliefs and patterns do you have gotten from your mom and your dad because we have generational trauma as well 
that may affect our lives. Put a chart, put it on paper, and also what you have learned from other people and see if there is a pattern there. Do you get the same situations? Do you get the same people? And then try to figure things out what works for you because meditation can work for everyone. But someone who can't meditate or can't sit still, they will need something else. Maybe like connecting with nature, a walk in the park, or just go biking. It doesn't have to be meditation. It just has to, or you love cooking, for example. You, have, you just need to work, find something that works for you. And also, I would, whenever making decisions, I would go to someone else for advice. But always, you have the final decision. You have the final decision. So don't make the mistake to follow what someone else wants. You should go within. You should trust your gut on that. Even when 10 people say this, you still, and you still feel like you need to, to go to point B. Then pick B. Don't pick A because they may be wrong. They don't know what you have been through, you know? They don't know your story. They can't decide for you. It's okay to ask advice, but you have your final decision. Again, um, yeah, it's your gut that gut will that will lead you to the soul path and bring you back to your true alignment. Yes. Yes, and I'd like to add, just to add something there when you talk about meditation. Just because everyone is uh, yeah. meditating and telling you to meditate because that's going to change your life, doesn't mean mm -hmm. that you have to do it if you don't feel yeah. uh, like it, if you can't, you, like you said, yeah. focus or anything. There are so many things you can do which would feel like meditation, mm -hmm. which is doing things that mm -hmm. brings you joy, like you said, cooking, going into nature, mm -hmm. swimming, talking with your friends and everything. But be sure that mm -hmm. you um, take the time for those things. Sometimes we get so caught up and yes. in the everyday right. routine and life and things that are yeah. happening around us that we forget to do things which matter yeah so uh and if you feel like and if you feel like like emotions coming up allow them to come up true allow it because eventually it will come back like you said and it will cause physical pains because my headaches now if i have and stomach aches they're all just emotions mm -hmm. stuck that just want to come out. We just have been suppressing them and we weren't aware about our mental health and our, our physical body, you know? It's not like, that's self-care. Self-care isn't going uh, to bed on time, isn't a walk in the park or jogging. It's also uh, paying attention to our emotions and our yeah, welfare. That is true you also. Uh, if you feel like uh, crying, if you feel like... Uh, not feeling well you know you have to let it out i know it's diff it's difficult those stuff it's we're talking yeah. like it's something easy but it's not we've mm -hmm. all been through that we know how difficult it is to have yeah. anxiety to have panics yeah. and everything and then to go through them but mm -hmm. eventually taking the step yeah. forward a small step baby mm -hmm. steps can help I will yeah. help. All right, Grayson. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So it was a great conversation. A quick 
but amazing conversation i like what we talked today yes. thank you for being uh, a guest on the episode i hope you yeah You're i welcome. hope our listeners enjoyed it as well so we're going to put all the social yeah. media links and the link to your book uh, on instagram uh, mm -hmm. and everything we're, when we're going to publish mm -hmm. the episode so yes so right. then you can reach out to grayson anyone who can reach out to her they can Uh -huh. So we're going, yes. Uh -huh. So we're Feel going free. to end this episode <laughs> tonight. Goodbye, everyone, and uh, see you in the next episode. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Bold Enough podcast hosted by Neha Ganu. If you like what you heard today, please follow us and tune in weekly as we keep on breaking the barriers together. Don't forget to show your love on our Instagram account and LinkedIn page. See you.